The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon. Across the room from me is the lovely Sharon, and you yes. all know. And you all know me. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. So you say it. <laughs> what? You say it so comically, where I try to be serious. I'm Batman, and <laughs> <laughs> well, I should. We should have done this earlier because when I first woke up with a sore throat from snoring, <laughs> I was really sounding like Batman. The, um, I'm Batman. The um, who's the one that we liked? Christopher Nolan made it. Who's the actor? Help me out here. Oh, um, um I cannot think. Christian of, Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. I'm Batman. Anyway, I am Joel Mahalik. And I am us. the lovely Sharon Owl. <laughs> that you are uh, with a bum wrist. Yeah, I just. Flicked my wrist and heard it. Is that an effect from the Apple Watch? I hope not. No, 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 never. Mm-mm. Okay. Absolutely. So, welcome everybody to the broadcast, the podcast, the whatever cast. It's 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 the cast. Welcome to the cast. And um, if you want to, and you should, you can stop by the website of the show, which is www.jmtalk.net, and listen to the stream twenty four seven. I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast uh, because, you know, I had a couple people in the past two weeks. We were off last week, obviously. So in the past couple weeks, we've had some people asking how to get the show, and I always tell them, just go to the website and subscribe. We're on every major player, so no matter what device you have in your pocket or your house or your office or your car, there's a way to listen to us. Absolutely. So uh, also we're at Facebook at JM Talk, and we are at Twitter and Instagram at JM Talk Radio. So, a uh, lot of stuff to talk about on the show tonight, today, yes. this week. Yes. Um, so, I guess we'll start with uh, the video I posted uh, this couple of days ago. Um, it was about bad neighbors. Oh, my so, goodness. So, we got to talk about it. And, you know, I thought. I, you know, I, I have to go on record with saying I'm a little upset with you. Why? Because you told me I wasn't allowed to curse <laughs> that you had to clean up the show. <laughs> like all I ever say is f bombs. No, but I know. But I had this feeling that during this part of the show, oh yeah, because I do get very this there would part be a lot of f bombs. Yeah, you know, making me irate. So yes. don't be upset at me. Okay, it's already. against the rules to be upset at me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> alrighty then. I'm drinking my Wawa coffee from four hours ago, which is still steaming hot. I know. It's wonderful. Yes. So uh, I posted this video about bad neighbors, and I thought about this during the course of the week. And I guess as far back as I can remember, you have problems with neighbors. No. My parents had problems with neighbors. One neighbor in particular have I ever had problems with. 
and that's this person. That's this one, really. Yes. That's the only one you've ever, the only ever, one I've ever had, had an issue with. with. Everybody what a perfect loves world me. you must have lived in, huh? What a perfect world you must have lived in. I well, I, you know, I have to say, I kind of did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so anyway, we've been living where we're living for fifteen years, and. Mm-hmm. We have a neighbor across the street. I don't even want to call her a neighbor, right? No, because like she's oh like, wow, I she's a humanoid curse. taking up air that we she's, could yes. use for plants and other things. She's a waste of air, waste and of skin. So, and I don't say that about anybody because I don't want that bad karma out there. But you know what? I have to with her. I th- well, as far as the karma goes, I think we're okay because in this st- instance, I think that her karma must be so terrible that what we would usually call oh sorry I'll just I'll just punch my mic if that's all right. <laughs> I I think that what we're doing kind of evens it out because usually we're like oh no let me let me take that back bad karma but I don't think that's the case here Sharon. No, I I think I have to agree. I with think you. I I think what we're doing She's... is we're bringing the level back up to closer to zero. Not that she'll ever get <laughs> even with the universe. Yeah, that wow. you know this, as far as her tally goes, doesn't deserve the airtime we're giving her. Okay, well, however, <laughs> let me move on because we're giving her a lot of extra airtime yeah, to talk right? about how bad she is. But so, so we've had on and off problems, and it always has to do with when you're walking our dog, right? Okay, right. And it's always that they're uh, they touch her lawn, they get too close to her lawn. Yeah, you know, they walk towards her lawn. They walk to see. You know, she has cameras out every window of her house. Yes. So that way, when her next door neighbor is cutting the grass and the cut grass blows in the wind and lands on her property, she can call the police on them for them. And he throwing. is not exaggerating one. I'm not exaggerating. So, she does call the police if grass blows went to her property. Right. Which is which by the way is not her property. She doesn't own the property. Right. She rents the property. Right. She doesn't even rent it. Her husband does. Right. And she's not even on the lease. So continuing on. Oh, my goodness. See, I knew I'd get started. (laughs) So earlier this week at about 10.40 p.m., the doorbell rings, and it's the county police. Right. And I do want to give a positive shout-out to the Newcastle County Police. The guy was very understanding. I think you you also understand that his uh, his services were being abused and bamboozled by the neighbor. And that's all she does. Yeah. Is abuse the police. Right. So um, he shows up because she ha- she called and claimed that she has on camera where um, Molly got too close to her lawn or touched her lawn or whatever. And I encouraged it. And it was actually, if I'm not mistaken, you said pretty much at the edge of where her lo- her invisible property line actually meets the next person's line. Right. It, really crazy stuff. Yeah, it wasn't even... Like two millimeters of her grass that Molly touched. And she told the police that I encouraged Molly over onto her property. Yeah, that you coached Molly onto her property. When in fact it was the other way around. I was trying to prevent Molly from touching her property. Because I didn't want the police to be called yet again. I don't understand, like, uh, what it is. I mean, years ago, we had a neighbor who moved out, thank goodness, moved out down the street. 
that used to complain if Molly peed on his grass. Right. Because um because it was ruining his lawn. Yeah. Her pee was ruining his lawn. He had the greenest lawn I've ever seen. Yeah. But for some reason, he must have seen he might he might have been colorblind because he always saw that it was always yellow where everyone else saw it as green. And yeah. it, it, actually the ladies at the office, the rental office uh, laugh at these stories because we can't make them up. Right. That people oh, I think, know. like the first time someone complained really bad about our dog, the yeah. ladies in the office thought we had this gigantic mastiff. Right. You know, wearing leather and chains and beating the hell out of everybody in the neighborhood. And when Absolutely. I showed them a picture of Molly the criminal, right. <laughs> they laughed because here's this like 18 pound dog. Yeah. Causing all this havoc in the neighborhood. And she's so pretty. But back to this particular neighbor, you know, we're not we're not just saying it to say it. We're talking about someone who literally does call the police when the neighbor's grass blows on her property. Um, yep. If the they're cutting the grass and the grass falls on her driveway, she has to run out in her moo and get in her car and speed off and put the car down the street somewhere because the grass is touching her car. Right. She enjoys filming the neighbor's children walking to school, which is creepy. And, and she's legal. always calling the police on this. There has to be, and I think there is a law, she should be fined for wasting the police's time. Because right. according to the office, none of these are actual police's, police matters because why? We're on private property. We're on the park's private property. It is not even her property. Property disputes of people walking, peeing, Touching all that should right. go through the office. Yeah. And we told that to the police officer. And he says, Well, she thinks that you, meaning me, work for the company. Yes, I do. I'm the director of technology. You know, but that doesn't mean but we anything. We're held to a higher standard. Yeah, we're held to a higher standard because Not, of my position. Right. Exactly. So, it, I mean, we get letters, used to get letters just like everybody else. You know, when we first got here and, you know, we weren't really, you know, fully aware of all the rules and, right. you know, we did get letters. Yeah. We don't anymore because, well, it's just me and you. And, and we follow the rules. Yeah, we follow the rules. We keep our dog leashed. In fact, it was, it's funny because the manager of the parks the other day when I was telling him this story was laughing about it. As they always do. Yeah. And he said, it's, he said, what's funny about this is you guys follow all the rules and everybody complains about you. I know. He's, he's because saying, we're following the rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I don't know. But here's what I know. Uh, there are worse things that can be going on in, in anyone's world. Right. Then I have to complain about these types of things. Because my dog... Step 10 millimeters onto her property. Right. Like one of her hind paw hairs was on her property. Right. Well, thank goodness we're getting her groomed this week because oh, that'll know, solve that. Right? And, you know. But and, <laughs> I mean, so th- there should be th- th- there should be a law where charges can be filed against her, not by us, but by the police for going, listen, it's like a false alarm, right? Yeah. I mean, when she comes out in the morning in her moo-moo, and Ben Zerver to pick up their dog's crap off her lawn every morning. That should be against the law. And that should That's be an arrestable offense. Indecent exposure. And spreading a virus. What's the law against that? Because I mean, right? it's just everybody wants to puke. 
Right? I better watch my levels over here. <laughs> the meter's going red. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're not upset at funny. all over this, are we? No, not. not Literally spending like a fifth of the show on this. <laughs> I, uh, You don't even know, people. I'm pulling my hair out because I just can't fathom being that type of person. Yeah, yeah. So aggressive is. and so... In everyone else's business to yeah. the point where, you know, like, like I, I just you know don't what? Know. You're so inconsequential to me that I don't give you a second thought until you call the police on me. Right. That, and that's what we, we said. You know, like the police officer said that she said, we always do this. I'm like, that's funny. The last time she called the police on us is like four years ago. Right. Because we avoid going near her property. I'm I'll tell you what. On the last day, the last truckload, when we get out of here, there's going to be some drama. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some drama. Oh, yeah. I might take yeah. a big fat dump on their yard. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> anyway, be I a ha- good neighbor. I have fun with Bob's with that. I know, and, that, and, that's, and that's the voice you're doing. <laughs> you're doing more like the Lego Batman voice because... Yeah. Yeah, our grandson just runs around. He's always one day he's on Batman, another day he's on Aquaman, Spider Man, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, Captain he's, America, he's some kind of superhero. Yeah, yeah, and he is a superhero. He is a superhero. <laughs> um, but you know, so the bottom line here, before we move on to something else, is be a good neighbor, right? Be a good neighbor as Don't, we try to be. Right, we're like the best neighbors. Right. Like, you know, as bad as she is, what she doesn't understand is she is living across the street from the greatest neighbors on the face of this earth. I that's what I was gonna say. I mean there's just I was. there's no comparison. We are it. No, we're we're the bomb diggity. You know? We have <laughs> and we're like the only people we in this are, park that follow the leash law. Right? You know? And we're also so full of ourselves. Yeah, right. Well, you can tell I that mean, just by listening to this you know. program. <laughs> There's no oh secret there at all. Right. <laughs> That's all right, too so funny. I can't really see the time. Wow. <laughs> I can't. I think, though, we're okay for a few minutes. Okay. Um, what, you want me to do that? Yeah, well, I was just recommending you turn the light off so you could see your screen. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, you. Yeah. You. You're good, you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Wawa. Love Wawa. Oh, my God, Wawa. Love Wawa. Mm. You're there every day. I'm there almost every, every day. Day. I think this week I can say I've been there every day because I have been there for the last seven days, at least once. Right. And you have to get the coffee. Well, I mean, a, a day coffee. doesn't start until you have Wawa coffee. Mm. See, I, <sighs> you and I could do a Wawa commercial. We could. And it would sell. It would sell And stuff. it would sell because we love Wawa so much. So this new Wawa up the street from the house, greatest thing next to sliced bread... And we knew it would be. However, I want to address the people that go there other than us because we obey all the uh, road laws. We do. And common courtesy. Again, we're conceited. We're stuck on ourselves. Right. We're going to make sure you understand it. Or the bomb diggity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can get killed in that Wawa parking lot. 
people just don't care. I mean, they 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 concern themselves with themselves and what's going on in their car, whether it be on an iPhone or be you know in their own head, whatever the case may be, and they just don't pay attention. Right. Maybe. Oh my God! I just thought of something. What's that? Maybe they're so poor they can't afford to pay attention. I think that you might be onto something there. Wow. Because it doesn't matter whether you're backing out, people don't care. They're going to drive behind you. Doesn't matter if you're pulling right. in, they're going right. to they're going to interrupt, they're going to interrupt your path to do what they're trying to do. Right. And then it turns out it's, it's like an indie race in there. I mean, I so I'm calling listen, I'm calling that Wawa, that one in particular because that's the only frequent so much and it is right. a little smaller, but still the Wawa 500 every day. Hey. You you experience in the Wawa 500. Yep. At the Wawa at Route 71 and 72 in Bear, Delaware. And at 7 between 7 and 8 a.m. That's when it's horrible. Well, I think well, that's when it's worse. It's horrible all the time. Today. When we went there yeah, today. That's and here's true. the other thing. For some reason, when you're going in the entrance, which is like a little, little like a uh, like a little road, yeah. When you're going in that winding entrance road, um, for some reason, I, maybe it's the magnetism of the north and south poles coming together. Mm-hmm. The cars stay on the right side of the road, but when you're coming out of the Wawa, the car is all over that lane. I know. And so you have to drive up on the curb into the lake and then through the woods. So the other person coming out of the Wawa has the right of way, apparently, on the entire roadway back gotcha. there. Gotcha. Okay. So I think that might be something to do with the magnetic magnetic poles. I gotcha. I, gotcha. I don't want to sit here and just blatantly blame other drivers like they don't know what the hell they're doing because maybe that, maybe that is not the case. So, but, um, you know, again, like, so this whole first segment really comes down to be a good person, common courtesy, pay attention. Exactly. It it costs you nothing to be a nice person. It costs you nothing to be courteous. It costs you nothing to follow rules. Rules and laws are things that make us a civilized people. And And safe. Right. It costs you to be a bad person. It costs you not to follow rules because tickets and accidents and insurance issues. And think of all the things that happen when you are not a good person, when you're not following rules and laws. It costs you nothing to do the right thing. Exactly. That's my message to end this segment. Wow. It costs you nothing to do the right thing. It costs you nothing. So I guess on that note, um, it's going to, well, I don't even need a drink. We had to take the break, but I don't even need a drink. I still got like half my coffee, still hot, and I'm happy with that. There but you go. We are going to slip out of here and let uh, the break take over. Okay. And um, we'll be back in like less than 90, I think. Okay. Uh, for more of the Joel Mahalik Show. Stay right where you're at. Don't move. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON, The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojanate called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and run the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. 
Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the show, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Thanks for hanging out with us today, tonight, whenever it is that you're listening to the podcast. And we appreciate that. Yes, we do. Because I'm Batman. How's that? Eh. Yeah, just not. Eh. I'm Batman. <laughs> then we'll have that to record. That just sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to record our grandson doing it then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Okay, so um, I want to talk about the Boy Scouts filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, and, and if you say it's because of the women joining, <laughs> I'm going to pop you in the nose. I'm not going to say that because the reality is, and this is an interesting move by them, they're filing because they have so many sexual abuse cases, I guess, going on that by filing for Chapter 11 protection, what's going to happen is, I was reading about this, the pro, there's pros and cons to it, right? So the biggest pro of it is, is that all these cases now will just be transferred to the bankruptcy court. You know, the federal bankruptcy court. All these abuse cases that are, you know, from all the 50 states and yeah. territories and all that. Yeah. And the biggest con of it is all those people lose the protection of the trial. Right. You know, this this will allow the Boy Scouts of America to avoid all these trials for sexual abuse. See? I, you know, I didn't even... If only the Catholic Church did that. <laughs> well, they, well, this is similar to what the Catholic Church did. Yeah. But the difference here is, is the Catholic Church did it, and it included a lot of lo- localities, local dioceses, whereas this is the federal office of the Boy Scouts is doing it. It does not affect... Local chapters are are in the, uh, financi- financially independent, and so that doesn't a, make sense to me. Well, I I don't know what to tell you then. It I, is, I'm just saying the local chapters have to follow what the federal chapter says. Well, apparently and, not. What's even more surprising is I didn't know that they had so many sexual abuse scandals over the years that they that it's come to this. I mean, yeah, you know, this is the I mean, Boy Scouts of America. They've right. been around since 1910, and they were supposed to be a bastion for wholesomeness and teaching, you know, boys to be men. And uh, as of late, I guess they want to teach girls how to be men too. I don't know, but um, yeah, I, I, I see. I see. I don't know what she wants over there. I think I, I know what know. she wants, but she's got to wait about another 17 minutes for you, right? <laughs> so, um, but that's like the real surprising part to me is that. You know, who knew that it was this widespread? I mean... I know. I didn't know anything about it. All I heard was that they filed for bankruptcy, and you read into it, and I wouldn't know why they filed for it if you didn't say it was, you know, due to all the, um... Right. You know, sexual abuse. Sexual abuse I got cases. you, yes. Yeah. Right. Um, no, it's... Uh, I didn't know what was going on. I, this is an organization where 
you know, you're you you have a you have a a, a reasonable expectation, okay, a reasonable expectation that the uh, that you're going to be safe, right? Right. That you have these men, these these pack leaders that are taking you on these trips and teaching you things, and uh, you know anybody. And this is not just for because of the Boy Scouts thing. In any case, any scenario, no child should should there should be no threat of that anywhere. Right. We, we we have a reasonable expectation that our children should be safe when they go off to do uh, extracurricular things. Exactly. And so, aside from how whatever th- whatever they're doing to protect themselves. I don't. I don't care. It's disgusting to find out that they've had this much going on that right. that they're that they have to use this this sort of an ultimate tool to protect themselves. I like, guess what? So you can carry on. What kind of organization will you be when this smoke all clears? A, one that's not trusted in the eyes of the public. So I think the Girl Scouts better start letting boys in. Because the cause the, well, boy, the boys that still need that want to learn and do things are just going to have to go over and learn how to do makeup, I guess. You know, they, that's not what the Girl Scout does. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I oh, I throw boy. these jabs in because I really I still to this day I don't understand why they had to open it up to girls. They have their own thing called Girl Scouts of America. Well, so I don't understand it. To me, and I'm really surprised that none of these cases that, I, that I'm reading about are against because of women who um, identify oh. as <laughs> men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it. That's I, I said it, and that's exactly why they opened it up. But you know how I feel because you feel the same I way about that. I feel the same way. I'm just telling you that's what that's why they opened it up. Because the courts forced them to open it up to women. Well. That's why. Man. Because one girl wanted to join the Boy Scouts, so she took it to court. She identified that. You know what? Tomorrow I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to identify as a millionaire. So I better wake up in a mansion with bulldozers of cash at my disposal. Wow. Because I'm going to identify as a millionaire. Okay. Well, that. Can I they, is that how it works? As a millionaire's wife? They identify as a boy. Okay, go join the Boy Scouts of America. We're not going to have the dangling participle of a JJ conversation here. We've already done that. Yes. So, but I'm surprised that I'm not seeing any sexual abuse involving girls. Like, I thought the minute they opened up that door, it was going to open up that Pandora's box. Right. And but- then it was going to be, you know, if a girl gets pissed off, oh, my, my pack leader. Sexually abused me. And that was ripe for the picking when they did that, in, in yeah, my eyes. And sexual that's, abuse cases came out before. Oh, the yeah, women absolutely. I see that now. Even said, hey, I identify as a boy, so I want to join the Boy Scouts. Uh, yeah, go identify as a toaster and stick your fingers in a socket. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> So uh, it will be interesting to see, as I said, where all this dust settles uh, as it pertains um, to that. So, all right. Uh, A little over a week ago, we weren't here last week, so this would have been on last week's podcast. The internet was a buzz. A buzz. I don't usually use that word. Wow. The internet was a buzz. 
because apparently on the was it the 9th or the 10th of February I think it was on my birthday I think it was the 10th of February and the 10th of February only in the year 2020 okay your broom would stand right side up if you just sat it and left it standing in the middle of the floor not leaning on anything it would stand straight up and down okay and then three days later brooms were still standing still standing and let and so uh, there was this what happened was is a post from air quotes nasa came out saying that because of the magnetic poles this and that blah 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 that the brooms would stand on their end for this day only and only from for 21 hours of the day or something like that it was some sort of hokey yeah, pokey right some crazy thing right so um but the reason they were still standing afterwards is because it was a hoax not so much a hoax it was just like uh, i wouldn't want to say they did it automatically they, they do it every day of the year you can stand your broom yeah. you can stand it up on its end stand it up yeah stick it where the sun doesn't shine it will stand up anyway because why because they're flat at the bottom and it just has something to do with the broom and you made a good point and i think you might be right i didn't read this but i i agree with you just out of science sharon okay that you said that corn stalk brooms probably don't do it like the ones that are made with the nylon sort of have something about them that they kind of they kind of do little wiggles so they hold themselves up. Right. Why? If I do this wiggle, how come I can't hold myself up? I'll still fall down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wiggling in my chair. It's yes. a shame this isn't on Facebook Live. I know, right? <laughs> we get tons of uh, visits. Loads of visitors. Wow, that was good. <laughs> so, yes, I hate to break it to you, but the broom will stand anyway. Right. Um, It'll stand today. Right. It'll stand tomorrow. Please stop believing everything that's on the internet. I know, right? You know, I had a problem that I was going to call you about. Um, I actually reached the end of the internet. Did you really? You reached the end of the the internet. That's so cliche. What? What? It's so cliche that you. I don't reached... understand what you're saying. Why are you saying I'm cliche? Oh, I don't know. I really did come to the end of the internet. Maybe I just decided to pull a word out of thin air oh, and use wow. it because I can do that. That's so rude. Though. It's such an amazing thing to be on the radio, isn't it? <laughs> it's so rude. Why couldn't I use that? But people believe they read on Facebook that a broom will stand up just for 16 hours on one day of the millennia, <laughs> right. and that's okay. Well, it, yeah. should, it should be okay that I use the words, whatever words I want to use. Yeah, yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what happened when you were into the end of the internet? Inter- the internet. I See, didn't know now you got the Philly I dumping out of me. Turned off my computer. There's no reason I go on it. So anymore. you got into the literal end of the internet based yes. on that session. Yes. So I turn my computer off. There's no reason I go on it anymore. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Okay. You, use your Apple Watch. Use <laughs> oh, the Apple yes. Watch. This um, is very pretty. Yeah. So, and speaking of uh, uh, Apple, okay, 
which brings me to thinking about phones, which brings me to thinking about iPhones and things like that. I want to tell you about one of the dumbest things I've seen. I want to make sure this video doesn't start. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. You know, it's it's one of those, um, it's one of those things that people are trying. Uh, you know, when someone says, "I got this idea," and so they make a they make a prototype yeah. as a concept, and yeah. they, then they try to crowdfund it. And, yeah. Okay. Well, they have a spoon fork. Uh, a spoon fork. Spoon fork. Spoon. S P H O O N. Second word. Fork. P H O R K. Okay. Okay. And it is a spoon. You know what a spork is, right? A spork is a spoon and a fork. Yeah. So this is similar to that. Okay. Um, and what it does is, is it plugs in to the charger port. Of your iPhone or your Android. So you got to make sure you get the right one. It's got the right end. It slides okay. in there. So you can eat your food while browsing on your phone. Wow. That is the dumbest engineering thing I've ever heard of because... Oh, my God. I th- for real? I think we all know how I feel about... Abusing technology to make wow. your, to, to, not to make life easier. There's, there is, all right. So you can use technology to make life easier. That's over here, right? Right. And then you can use technology because you're a lazy ass. Right. And that's this is and this goes over in column B. There's right. no need for it. Right. I mean, I know people do it. We do it. We do. Yeah. We might be eating something and looking up news or, you know. Yeah, um, that's true. Uh, pimple popping porn or whatever it is Ew. that you watch, you know, stuff yeah, like that. No, not while I eat. However, you, I, I just don't, I would never buy a utensil that plugs into the charging right. port of my phone <laughs> so I can That's eat. just ridiculous. People who buy that when they're eating a bowl of uh, soup should right. drop their phone into the soup. That's what they should do. That's how you. Mm. That's how you utilize technology to better your life. To put that back into column A, plug this spoon into your phone, right, and then accidentally drop it into the soup and blow oh, your phone up, and then ridiculous. I will put you in column A where you now have used technology to make your life better. <laughs> wow! Right. This is like the zombie apocalypse happening here. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So, and if you ever. Listen, you're wearing an iWatch. I'm not. I mean, you always have. You, it's it's strange because I'm the technology director, but you have to have the latest and greatest of everything. Right. But I have an iPhone 8. If you get a spoon, I will turn it into a shank. <laughs> okay. All right. So I should look up a spoon. Spoon. S-P-H-O-O-N. Spoon. Okay. And that way you can swoon right the hell away from it. Wow. That's ridiculous. Yes. So. Very ridiculous. There is, there's that. Um, I have to refer back to my saves now. Hold on a second. I just, I can't even believe that. <laughs> um. I- so, uh, also about two weeks ago now, you know about the, the Kung flu, the coron- the coronavirus, yep. right? Yep. So, about two weeks ago at a Virginia airport, an 
I don't even know how to explain this. So a suitcase full of dead birds from China was intercepted at an airport in Virginia. Let me say that again. A suitcase full of dead birds from China was intercepted at an airport. Let me ask you this. Why are you bringing a suitcase full of dead birds from anywhere? Right. To the airport. Let alone China. Let alone China, where this thing is breaking out all over the place. Why? How and do we have someone in books that says you can bring dead animals packed in a suitcase mm-hmm. into this country from any animal anywhere? Right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. That is crazy. It's scary, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So, um, I think no matter what reason this person had for bringing a suitcase full of dead birds from China into the country. Does not matter the reason. I think we can all agree that it's not a good idea. Um, at all. Yeah, not a good idea at all. Um, so, according to officials, the traveler arrived on a flight from Beijing, China. And this actually happened back in late January, end of January. And the traveler's final destination was to a residence in Prince George's County, Maryland. Now, how is that wow. for too close to home? That is way That's too way close. too close to home. <laughs> so Customs and Border Protection Specialists discovered the package with pictures of a cat and dog that the passenger said was cat food. What? Yeah, the package, according to officials, contained a bunch of unknown small birds, all of them about two and a half to three and a half inches in length. But it's cat food. Right. Coming from China. Wow. Where everybody was kung flu fighting. Wow. That's crazy. Those cats were... All right. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, not a good idea. And definitely, coming into Virginia, that's close enough. But then to a final destination is a residence in Maryland? (laughs) I mean, I know there's something wrong with the water in Maryland. However, we don't need that kind of stuff here. And not this close to home. Absolutely not. Exactly. So um, keep your dead birds and dead everything else outside the country. I just don't know, like, what I'm saying is, just real quick, because I know we're at the end of the segment, I don't know if it's regular, that this happens regularly, but I think we should come up with a law if that's the case, so it's not that regular. Exactly. I don't know. Anyway, folks, I have uh, I have a very interesting Wombat of the Week coming up in the next segment and yep. a really awesome hero that we have identified this week. And everyone's going to – you'll know it. It's not It's not a secret. It's not like a hidden gem. It's a gem. Not so hidden. All out in, in, in the forefront this week. So we're just tagging along and, uh, and, and honoring them too. So that's all coming up. Sharon yep. is saying goodbye. Goodbye. Partially good night, but she needs to take uh, you know who you know where. I know. So, and I'll be back after this quick break. Say good night, Sharon. Good night, Sharon. I'll be back after this. Stay right there. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. 
see why we need your donations? Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Joel Mahalo Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, this is the third segment of the show, the final stretch, um, the door-closing portion of the program. But no less important than the rest of the show, we thank you for hanging out and sticking with me uh, in this segment. Now, during this segment, we handle two pieces of regular business on the show. One is the Wombat of the Week, and if you're a new listener to the program, I always tell you how you can become involved with that segment. We also honor a new hero each and every week. You can also get involved with that. So this is where you can participate, send some stories in to us. We use them for the program, and we're all sharing together in this venture. And then if time permits, always one last thing, uh, usually one last thing. Sometimes I make it up on the fly. <laughs> it's okay. So um, so that's the lineup for the next uh, few minutes or so as we're on this journey together. You and I, here we go. We're going to start with the Wombat of the Week. So if you're new to the show or a regular listener and you have forgotten, we will take your Wombat stories, your submissions for Wombat of the Week, and here's what you do. You find a news story, maybe out of your local paper or anything, of a wombat, which to us is a stupid person doing stupid things, and they make the news. Uh, Send that news link to us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. You can also just DM us on Facebook at JM Talk and send us the link there as well. Stupid people doing stupid things making the news. That's what constitutes constitutes a wombat now i want to take a minute because i haven't said this in probably a long time someone said to me you know wombats are cute little furry creatures Uh, yeah i know that and so why are these people wombats and here's the backstory on that when i went to high school one of my favorite teachers mr gatchel i had him for science and chemistry and um uh, what's that other one after chemistry? <laughs> I can't think of it. Whatever. I had him for like three years in school. <clears throat> or three years, th- two years, three different subjects. Uh, very smart man, very wise man. And uh, he always divided. He had two classes of people in his classrooms. He had the scholars and the wombats. And the scholars were us that did really well and paid attention and did our work. And then the wombats, which did nothing, skated by, didn't complete their work. So he called them wombats. Um, and so that's where I, many, many, many years, many, 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 many years later, I have readapted that word as he used it to mean something negative. In this case, stupid people doing stupid things. So now this one, as I've said before too, keep sending the wombats in. They Sometimes they get stacked up, and this is one of those cases because this comes from the end of the summer uh, where Ashley Beth Rowland, age 23, from Louisiana, uh, was allegedly caught uh, doing some bad things and then um, caught doing bad things again when she was uh, checked into prison when she was booked. So on the 31st of July, she was accused of stealing $5,000 from the apartment of a man she had been staying with for about a week, according to uh, the Wachita Parish Sheriff's Office. The man told them that while he was showering, Roland apparently swiped the cash and left. 
And she allegedly confessed to police she did take the man's money and left the apartment. So, when she was being processed, and because she's a female, a female correctional officer was uh, sent to do the search to process her for, for going to jail, and found inside her JJ. $6,233, along with a clear plastic bag of roughly one gram of meth. And she denies the meth is hers. So I guess she's not denying the fact that she stole the money that she said she didn't steal. And then, then she did say she stole it. And then they found that and another $1,000 in change in her. Yoo-hoo, and also a bag of meth which she claims is not hers. So, I mean, the question is, if it's okay to use that for your wallet, and what, so someone else came by and and you know, stored the meth there? I mean, does this fall into the question where when you go to the airport and they're like, excuse me, did you pack your own bag? Excuse me, ma'am, did you pack your own for JJ? I, I, I just don't get it. How do you deny... It's not like it was in your back pocket. Like somebody pushed this into your back pocket. It was in your vagina. That's where it was stored. It was not in your pocket. It wasn't in your jacket. Not your purse. It was on your person. In the most on your person way that something can be on your person. That's where it's stored. This meth belongs to you. Or whoever you were hiding that for as well. And her mugshot, if you look at her mugshot, you can tell that the meth is most likely hers. Just from the mugshot. But here's a tip for you. Don't store things that don't belong up there, up there. You know, we already, we've already seen cases of people that try to smuggle drugs by shoving drugs into their anal cavity. The kinds of problems they can have. What happens when something explodes? They end up dying. They end up dying when something goes wrong with those balloons while they're inside their bowel tract. So um, so now the police are probably, I guess the money is dirty money, right? I mean, and then you have this meth. You have you know $6,000. You know, so Ashley Beth Rowland, or should I say the bank of Ashley Beth Rowland, uh, not only are you busted, uh, you're also a wombat. You're an idiot. And you get to wear that crown. You're the wombat of the week on the show this week. Uh, because this is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And there you are. So here's your hat, your crown, your bragging rights, whatever you want to do. Tell everybody in prison that you're the wombat of the week on the Joel Mahalik show. So... Wow. Hope you enjoyed that one. These stories are coming for one bad of the week. I don't know where you people get them, but I'm glad you find them. And I mean, this was from a Fox News station. This isn't like those websites that you have to look at the real, 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 real fine print to find out that they're parodies. No, no, no. Mm. Okie dokie. So now we'll move on to the honor of hero. And uh, again, like the same way, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or on Facebook. You can send us stories of your heroes, everyday heroes, heroes from your small news town paper. Send them in even if you don't think we know about them. And they don't have to be a law enforcement person. You're going to find out if you're new to the show, you're going to find out this week, right now, in the next minute, 
that they don't have to be police officers, firefighters, dispatchers. They don't have to wear capes. It doesn't have to be Batman. They can be everyday people. And in this case, I want to tell you about, you probably already know it, but I want to tell you about comedian Brad Williams. Okay, um, very funny guy, first of all. Uh, the lovely Sharon and I really enjoy watching Brad stand up. Um, he's really funny. And if you don't know, he has dwarfism. Well, something you also may or may not know is last week, okay, um, Quaden Bales, who is a nine year old from Australia who suffers from dwarfism, okay. Um, the disease is actually called, um, let me think if I can, um, I, I don't exactly recall. There is a name for it, but it is a type of dwarfism. It's nine years old and he had been bullied in the past. He's always been, been bullied. And this past week, um, his mother, uh, Yuraka, Bales films him from the back seat of the car, I guess coming home from school. And I did not watch the video. I will tell you this. I can't watch the video. I read about it, and I've heard about it, and I've made the decision that I cannot go through with it. I actually had to delay this segment of the show because reading the the the, the, the information we got for this week's hero, um, I had trouble with. Uh, it upset both the lovely Sharon and myself, but we knew we had to do this. So, so actually, this part of the show was recorded much later. Uh, at, at a different date than the rest of the show because I had to make sure I could be composed for this. So he is sobbing inconsolably from the back seat because he's being bullied, and he tells his mother, give me a knife, I want to kill myself. He does not want to live with being bullied. And he attempted to commit suicide uh, before because of bullying. This is what bullying does to people. This is what it does to people. A nine-year-old. And before that, I think he was four at the time when he tried to, to kill himself because of bullying. And so she did a Facebook Live video that went completely viral. And Brad Williams saw this uh, video. Again, he also has dwarfism. And he saw this footage, this heartbreaking footage. And he decided he wanted to do something about it. And he decided to share the story on Twitter this past Wednesday, okay, um, and he put a caption there, this makes me sick, it makes me sick too, Brad. I've been trying to get in touch with the family, if any of my Australian fans know this family, please tell this wonderful boy that he has me and an army of friends all over the world that support him. So within hours of that post, Williams was able to reach out and get a hold of the family and he set up a GoFundMe with the hope of raising $10,000. Because what he wanted to do on Wednesday when he set this up is he wanted he wanted to show Quaden that he that that things can be good. He wanted to raise ten thousand dollars to fly him and his mother to America, put him in a nice hotel for a couple days, and have a couple days in Disney World. Okay, that's what he wanted to do. So. He set up the GoFundMe on Wednesday to let Quaden know that bullying will not be tolerated and that he's a wonderful human being and deserves to have some joy. By Friday morning, 16,000 people had pledged over $350,000 
and it has not stopped. It's still going. It's still going. So what Brad Williams is doing is he has reached out to some people who are experienced at this. So after the bill is bought and paid for, for the trip and the Disneyland, the Disney World, all that, the rest of it will go to anti-bullying campaigns, anti-bullying advertising, anything anti. He 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 has been in touch with people that will make sure that the money goes to the right resources to do good anti-bullying work. So that so this has just been a great thing. Now there has been some stuff that come out, and I had to I had to do some triple research. Because skeptics on the internet, you know, because <clears throat> internet drives me crazy. They question the veracity of the story and calling it a scam because pictures of um, of uh, Quaden had come out where um, people said he was flaunting money. He's really in his twenties and all this other stuff. But Brad addressed this controversy. Friday on Twitter, saying in part that he has a team of people making sure everything is completely legitimate. And I think that's really important in this case because everybody wants to be a naysayer. You have all these people that are do- that have done good and they're doing good. You look at the size of this GoFundMe. And there's always going to be somebody that wants to bring someone down. Isn't that right? There's always going to be somebody who wants to bring other people down. And that is exactly what was going on here as far as Brad Williams and other people and myself, after doing some checking, is finding out that this is just simply um, a load of um, of hogwash, a load of BS. Okay, it's not true. The story is true. The skepticism, the skeptic, yeah, the skepticism. Yeah, bunch of skepticizers. The skepticism is false. Don't buy into it. So, um. So Brad Williams is doing this amazing, amazing thing. And he will be Quaden's hero for doing this. And he's and also to everybody who gets bullied, let me be out somewhere. I mean, we're going to be posting an, an older video. I think it's a couple years old. Burger King made this great PSA about bullying. And we're going to post that in the next couple of days when we change out the video on jmtalk.net. Um, and... It shows how it shows how people mostly in public will ignore people being bullied. Let me see someone bullying someone when I'm out and about. Let that happen. Because we don't tolerate it either. No one should tolerate it. Okay? We have got to stop bullying. We have to end this. People have taken their own lives. Because of bullies. Okay, not everybody comes out. Okay, I had a bully when I was growing up. We had I had a bully right on my street. Every chance he had to stop and F with me, he did it. Every time. I'm okay with it. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't go to the extreme. Yes, it was always upsetting, but I didn't go to any extreme. Tried to take my own life. Never had that kind of thought. Made it through to the other side. I don't deflect that, what happened to me, on other people. I couldn't even imagine bullying someone else. Okay, so as a victim of it, I get it. And we have to we have to stop it, is what we have to do. 
not make it better, make it lighter. We need to stop bullying in its tracks. And I don't know. Hopefully this fund goes out and does some great things. Okay. But uh, just another one of those things that just should not be. It just should not be. We, all of us were made in our own unique way. We're all beautiful in our different ways. And for someone to treat you differently because of your looks, because of a condition you have, is downright rude and ignorant and should not be tolerated by anybody. We're very serious about this. I will praise this whole operation and keep following it and letting you know about it. And we'll be cross-posting it now that the show will be posted and doing our part to share what Brad has done. And God help you. God has helped you. The universe help you if we find you bullying somebody in person. And so everybody needs to take that stand. You see somebody being bullied, you do something about it. Stand up to bullying. Stand up to bullies and bullying. Very important that we do this. Because you never know. You will not always know who's being bullied. I want to thank Brad Williams for what he has done for Quaden. Uh, what an amazing thing. You may not see yourself as such, but Brad, you're such a hero to so many people today. And uh, and will be for a very, very long time. You will forever be remembered for this. Um, and uh, so thank you very much. Uh, your bragging rights are complete. You are the uh, Honor Thy Heroes recipient this week on the program. And, uh, and the whole bullying thing, it kind of transpired there right into my one last thing. The one last thing is let's get together about this and stop this from happening. Everybody needs to take a stance when you see something. Um, and so that winds up right to the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for sticking it out and listening again on another week. Remember the website, www.jmtalk.net, and also at Facebook at JM Talk. And a Twitter and Instagram, JM Talk Radio. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Never miss an episode. Uh, and when you're out and about, be kind to one another. No bullying. No texting and driving. Pick up three pieces of trash. And we'll meet you right back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>